Hello and welcome to the Gritty Men Podcast. I'm John Riggs, your host, and as always, we are here to equip, encourage, and inspire God's men to live God's way for God's glory in these last days. Hey guys, Happy New Year. What an exciting time to be alive and to be a man who is living for the King and for His kingdom, and that's really the theme for my life on a personal level for this year. And I don't know if you've thought about that in your life for 2024, but to think about the way in which you're going to live your life and get the most out of this year, that you would actually, for me, I want my life to be lived in such a way that I focus everything around the theme of for king and kingdom, that my life would bring the utmost glory to God in this year. And so um, I'm very excited about um, serving Christ in 2024 and living for his glory. And I hope that each and every one of you are as well. And we're here to come alongside you and to encourage you, to equip you, and hopefully give you some inspiration on how you go about doing that, all for your good and for the glory of God. Um, on today's podcast, I want to uh, talk about something that many of you have probably been thinking about. Lots of people are this time of year. They have a blank sheet of paper, as it were, as they start a brand new year, a new season in their life. And it's very exciting for us to do that. Um, and so there are some things maybe that you were not able to um, get done this past year that you wanted to, some goals that maybe you established that you were not able to achieve. Whatever the case may be, it's important, I think, for us as men to really, really take some time and to think about our life and how we are to live our life as God's men. How are we going to live it for God's glory? And how are we going to do that to the utmost um, for the King and for His glory in this day? That's how we want to really think as God's men. And I want to, to just encourage you to, to pray about this and think about this and search the Scriptures. And how is it that you can in your life, bring the most glory to Christ who is your king because you are men who have been brought from the kingdom of darkness and you've been transferred into the kingdom of the glorious son and now you live for your king. How are you going to do that in 2024? And how are you going to live in such a way that you'll make the most and best use of the time that God has given you? Listen, I know that we're all very busy and that each and every one of us seems like our day uh, fills up with more things to do than we're able to accomplish. But that's something you need to be looking at is how in the world you set yourself up for success in achieving what God has given for you to do in your life. You need to, to apply some of these things because, listen, you're either going to control your time or your time is going to control you. And we're really going to talk about um, on this podcast primarily um, how we can achieve the goals that we set for ourselves in 2024. Now, some of you out there might say, well, I don't want to set goals because what if I fail to achieve my goals? Well, I can promise you one thing. If you don't set goals, you will not achieve a thing. Goals are essential, guys, for us as men. Why do I say that? Let me just say this to you. We are made in such a way by our God, creator, in his likeness and image, and we are made differently for a reason. God has made us and our brains in the way that we think and process. I want you to think about this because this is very, very interesting. You are essentially made in such a way that you are 
constantly reaching for goals. You're trying to summit things. You're trying to complete things. You're trying to achieve things. Why is that? It's in your very DNA. It's how you are made. You are driven that way. You are goal-oriented by your very nature. That's what we do as men. And we think differently. Like we process things very uh, singularly. We, we are not like multifaceted in, our, in the way in which we operate on a moment-by-moment basis. We're very singular in the way that we think and the way that we move forward throughout our day. Now, if you are married and you have been married for any length of time, you're going to understand that your wife uh, is very multifaceted in the way that she operates within her mind. In other words, she can be thinking about multiple things at one time in what she's doing, whereas you as a man, you're very singular, you're very directed, and you're very focused. And that's why it can be a little bit frustrating for our wives because it's hard sometimes to draw us away from the very things in which we're focusing our attention toward because that's simply the way that our minds work. So as we begin this brand new year, um, I really don't set New Year's resolutions. I, I set goals, and there's a reason that I set goals, um, and we're going to talk about that today. So first of all, I want you to do a little bit of thinking. I want you to spend a little bit of time in prayer and in, in searching the scriptures. What will be your, um, your life? What will be your life goal this year? In other words, how are you going to live out your life? For me, it's just very simple. For king and kingdom, that is really um, the, the whole overarching banner for me in my life for this year. And then everything else falls underneath that. So for king and kingdom is at the very top of the pyramid. And everything else under that now falls below that being the very priority how everything else will be shaken out below that. And that is the number one focus for me in my life today is I want, just like you as Christian men, to bring glory to my Lord and my Savior. And I want to live for my king and I want to live for his kingdom in this day. Okay, that's very, very essential. So as I talk about setting some goals for yourself, guys, it's very important because you're made that way. All right, I want to encourage you to set down, put some thought into this, and to set some goals for yourself um, this year. Um, So when I think about New Year's resolutions, a lot of people set a New Year's resolution, and, you know, we all hear about all these New Year's resolutions Um, I don't set New Year's resolutions, as I mentioned. I try to set goals. And you might ask the question, well, aren't both resolutions and goals the same thing? Well, the reality is, no, they are quite different in approach, in action, and in achievement. Resolutions tend to be very broad in nature, and they lack an action plan, uh, resulting in an uncertain outcome for achievement. Whereas goals, guys, are very focused with a written plan of execution for measured achievement and ultimately arriving at success in fulfilling the goal. So they're way more directed. They're way more focused. They have an action plan on how you will, by step, achieve the goal. And they're, they're made in such a way for you to be successful 
in reaching the goals that you set. Um, goal setting is the process of identifying something that you want to accomplish or establish by establishing, excuse me, measurable and specific actions to achieve the goals that you have set. Now, I've had the privilege of speaking with some very, very successful men in business. And I mean, these are huge, huge companies. And one of the questions that I asked this particular man is how in the world did you get from where you started in your garage to being this massive of a corporation? And he said, he said, John, it's really, frankly, quite easy. He said, you set a goal, you write an action plan, and you work the steps. That was it. So he set a goal, he wrote an action plan, and he worked the steps. And by doing those three things, he was able to, what, measure how he was progressing to change anything that needed changing as he made his way along his steps so he could measure the process and the progress in which he was making, all pointing to the goal. And that was pretty awesome that he said something so simple. <laughs> That's really the nature of how he was to accomplish what he did. Now, here's some of the stats. You know, if you've been at the gym um, this year, you, you know full well, guys, that there's a lot of people that have either set goals or made New Year's resolutions. And I like to see new people in the gym because it's encouraging that there are people that are serious about bringing about some change in a positive way in their life. And so it's great to see that. Um, but here's the problem of people who set New Year's resolutions. 38% um, of those U.S. adults who set New Year's resolutions, only 38% do. 59% of those who set those New Year's resolutions were 18 to 34 years of age. Over 55 years of age, they were three times less likely to make New Year's resolutions. 48%, they want to exercise more, making it the number one New Year's resolution. But only 23% 23 of people, guys, they quit by the end of the first week. 43% of people expect to give up on their, their, their goal or their New Year's resolution by February. That's incredible. That's almost half. And 9% successfully keep their New Year's resolution uh, for the year. And the number one reason for quitting, guys, is losing motivation. That is the top reason for quitting the New Year's resolution, all right? Motivation, guys, is a great thing. Um, and motivation can be a part of you setting goals. Goals are a great thing that we set. Um, but we would like to set something that is far more focused, something that has a plan of action, and then is measurable so that we can achieve that goal. I'm going to talk about ways in which we do that here in just a moment. Here's the problem with motivation, though. Motivation is really based off an emotion or a feeling, right? You are, you like have this feeling, I want to, I want to do this, right? That's kind of what it is. It's a general desire or willingness of someone to do something. So motivation in and of itself is a good thing. The problem with motivation is it lacks the ability to bring out to the very end, to fulfill what you've been motivated to do. Why is that? Because motivation is a feeling, okay? Motivation comes and motivation goes. In fact, if you rely on motivation to achieve your goals for this year, I'm sorry to tell you, you're probably going to fail epically. Why? 
because you're not going to always feel like doing what is required of you to accomplish your goal. That is a reality. And so the problem with motivation is that it comes and goes. And so if you're depending on achieving a goal based on solely motivation, you will fail, guys. And here's one reason um, that that's going to happen. Um, Here's what we need to have. Excuse me. We need to have what is entirely different, something that is called discipline. And I'm going to get into discipline here in just a minute. But but before I do, let's let's just finish up with this thought here on on um, motivation. All right. And also on how we go about setting goals. So we know that motivation is something that comes and goes. We need to rely on something that is much more established. And, and it, is, it is something that is called discipline. And discipline is, is going to be something that we implement. And it's something that we do. And, and we actually work at this. This is something that we apply to our lives. If you're going to achieve a goal in 2024, you're going to have to be disciplined in order for you to achieve that goal. Now, a goal is setting in process by identifying something you want to accomplish and establishing measurable and specific actions to achieve the goals that you have set. So goals are like a compass that give you very clear direction. Goals give us clear purpose. Goals help us discipline ourselves to achieve those. And goals help you grow. So here's a way in which you can um, set your goals for this year. Um, It's simply the acronym SMART, okay? You can write down this, S-M-A-R-T. Number one, when setting goals, guys, you need to be very specific, all right? That's the S. S, be specific in your goals, all right? If you are very broad in your goal, how are you going to know if you're going to achieve something? To achieve something, it needs to be very, very specific in nature. The M of SMART is measurable. We need to be measuring um, in steps Are we achieving? Are we moving forward? Are we regressing? There needs to be a measurable way in which we can see where we are in the process of moving toward fulfilling that desire to achieve that goal. The A is achievable, okay? Now, I want to be a little bit... um, I want to be a little bit more vague on this one, the word achievable, um, but this does not mean easy, okay? I don't want you guys to be focused on easy. In fact, I would love for you to set goals in your life that are very difficult for you to achieve. Um, don't be afraid also of failure, okay? Here's, here's the thing. Do not be afraid of failure. If you can easily achieve every single one of your goals, guys, then, then, then number one, if you never fail in achieving your goal, let me say this. You have set standards and goals that are both not high enough and not great enough, okay? So there will possibly be goals that you struggle to achieve, not because you haven't set out a specific plan of action, but I would like for you, yes, set goals that are achievable, but sometimes we need to set goals that push us past um, what we think we're able to achieve. So there's nothing wrong with setting a very 
lofty goal. There's nothing wrong with that. Whether it's in your business, whether it's in your physical um, aspect of your life, um, mental aspect, the spiritual aspect of your life, there's nothing wrong with establishing lofty goals. There's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Um, and so if you're never ever failing or failing to achieve something, then you're not setting something high enough, okay? So don't be afraid of that. And I will say this though, the R in smart does mean realistic. Um, they may not be realistic to others though. Here's the thing. I don't have to set my goals based on what I think others can achieve. I want to set goals based on what I think that I can achieve. And so sometimes we don't even know what we're capable of because we've never been pushed to the point of seeing really what we have in us as man. That's what I think so great about the ultra marathons that you learn this process of, of running these, these, these long races from what I study and what I see in those who do it is they learn so much about themselves that they can do much more than they thought they could do. And I think that's very true in, in really every aspect of our lives as men. We can do more than what we think we can in achieving things because we have in us something far greater than what we realize we have. And then the other part of this acronym SMART it is SB specific, M measurable, A achievable, not easy, R realistic, and then T is the word timely. There needs to be um, elements of time setting for our goals. In other words, if you're trying to establish um, a goal for your business, set a time frame for that. Set your plan of action, work the steps, measure those steps out. Are you gaining? Are you regressing? Where are you at in the timeline of meeting that specified goal and have a time frame? Don't just put out there that, you know, well, it's just kind of a vague thing. I just want to achieve that. That's not the way to go about setting and achieving a goal. Now, there is um, goals that need to be set that are long term. That is true. Um, some goals are going to take a long time to achieve. And so we should have goals that are long-term, you know, one, three, five years, maybe even 10 years down the road. There's nothing wrong with setting those long-term goals, but there needs to be measurable um, action plans that can be looked at along the way. Are we moving towards achieving those goals? You may achieve those goals quicker than you thought you would. And so, but we need to have a timeline on what we think we'd like to set to achieve. For example, if you want to run a marathon this year, then what you need to do is you need to set down, write your goal. My goal is to run 26 point X amount of miles and I want to achieve this, but I'm now just getting off the couch. And I don't mean literally, but possibly literally, you've not been running or exercising and you're not in very good cardio health. Your body's not used to running. You haven't been lifting and strengthening your body. There's not much endurance there. Okay. So that's my goal. Now I need to get on a plan of action. You can get on the internet and you can find a plan of action that can be implemented on where you begin, how you go about running, how many miles you run a week, how many times a week you run, how that grows and develops through time. And you can set a point of time where a race is out there um, in two or three, four months, five months, six months, whatever your time frame is, set the date and then begin to work towards developing endurance and discipline and applying this whole action plan to where you're able to run that marathon in so many months from now. It doesn't matter if it's a business one or maybe you want to memorize um, the, the, the entire book of whatever. Maybe it's chapter one in Ephesians. You want to memorize that. Give yourself a timeline. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to memorize Ephesians chapter one. I'm going to do that in two weeks. 
whatever. Here's how I'm going to go about that. I'm going to start with verse one, verse two, however you're going to do it. You set a timeline and you work to achieve the goal. And that's what I'd like to encourage you in is that you have this time frame in which you will achieve uh, these goals. Now, you work these steps. It's very, very important. Put thought into your goals. Short term, they're achievable in days, weeks, or months. Long term, they can span many months or even years. And I think you should have both within your plan. Um, number one, you need to write these goals down on a piece of paper, <laughs> in a book, in a journal, whatever it is, write them down. There's something significant about writing things down, putting them down in ink where they're not just in your mind, they're not just a thought, but now it's on paper, and then you begin from there, write the action plan necessary for you to achieve your goal in a timely manner. And these steps of action are going to give you the ability throughout your journey to achieve this goal, the way in which now you can measure the progress that you are making in achieving your goal. And you can keep track. It's an action plan. It is written down. It's written out for yourself. And then you simply will what? You begin to work the steps of action. And when you work out the action plan, step by step by step, you measure it, you reassess, you do whatever it takes, you will work toward achieving that goal. And when you achieve that goal, what an incredible thing. You work the steps, and in order for you to stay on course, this is going to be where discipline will come in. And that's what we're about, too, on this podcast. We're really all about this word discipline. Developing discipline in three primary areas of our life. The mental, the physical, and the spiritual. Because we're triune in being, created in the likeness of image, in the image and likeness of our God, we are triune, and you can't separate one from the other. Um, we are mind, we are spirit, and we are body. That's what we are, mind, body, spirit. And so we develop discipline in all these three areas, and that's what we're after. We're after this beautiful thing called discipline because you will not achieve a goal without discipline. Discipline is control gained by enforcing obedience or order. It is orderly and prescribed conduct or pattern of behavior. What is it in essence? It is self-control. Self-control. It is training that, con that corrects, molds, or perfects the mental faculties and moral character of a man. Discipline, guys, is self-control. That's what it is. This requires fortitude of mind, strength of mind, and discipline of the mind. Thoughts, they lead to action. Actions develop habits. Habits form character, and character will direct your life. What is the beauty of setting goals? It is part and parcel of your development as a man. Because you are implementing these essential items in developing discipline. And that, in regards, helps you develop what? Character. Self-control. All of these incredible things that you must have as a man of God. It's very significant for us 
to have these things developed in our life. You're not born with these attributes. They are developed through discipline. You will never reach your goals without discipline, guys. That is a reality. In fact, Paul writing in 2 Timothy, to Timothy, in in chapter 1, verse 7, he says, God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power, of love, and self-control, or some translations, self-discipline. It's essential that we have discipline in our lives. It is critical that we do. So we are in the, the, the process through setting goals of achieving what? The standards of self-discipline and self-control, which will build character into our lives. There's more that is going on in, in your life when you are working toward goals. There are things that are being developed in you like steadfastness. You know, Scripture talks about these things that we are to develop in our lives and that there is a chain of development that happens. And it's, it's a beautiful thing. Um, it's actually just a wonderful thing that God does um, with, within our life. In fact, in 2 Peter 1, 5 through 5-7, it says this, Make every effort to supplement or add to your faith, guys. We are men of faith. Our faith is so valuable to us. And it says to add, you need to add to your faith virtue and virtue knowledge and knowledge self-control and self-control steadfastness and steadfastness godliness and brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love. There is like a, a chain that is, that is tied together of development. So here's the cool thing about setting goals and writing them down, and making an action plan. There are things that are being developed in you as men, and it's important. You're made for this, and you're made this way. So I would encourage you guys this year, as we, as we now have entered into 2024, um, to set goals for your life. Remember, mental, spiritual, physical, they're all tied together. We cannot dissect one from the other and be a whole being of who we are. It's just not possible, okay? And so we need to develop discipline in these three primary areas. So think about goals for your mind. How are you going to develop discipline in your mind? And that's going to be in conduct of our thinking and the process of what we let in our minds, what we look at, what we read, what we take in, the process of sorting out those things that are not of God, those things that are true, that are admirable, that are trustworthy, that are worthy of praise. What we're doing is we're we're developing in our minds. We are studying Scripture so that we gain more knowledge. And knowledge gives us power to apply truth to our life so that we can live lives to the glory of God. And we think about the mental aspect of our life. Paul says physical training, it does have value. Why would physical training have value? Because our physical bodies are important for us to carry out God's purpose and plan for our life. God has given you this body to be used and to be offered to him for his glory. And I want to be a healthy man. 
as long as I can be, that I'm able to have energy and strength to do what God has given and set forth as a plan for my life. And so when you hear men negate the physical aspect of their life, they're, they're fooling themselves and they are cutting short their ability and their energy and their strength of what they could be doing for their king and for their kingdom. Not only that, the Bible makes it clear that our bodies are a temple of the Holy Spirit. And so we take care of this temple. Now, it is aging, okay? I know our bodies are aging. Listen, I was at the gym here, here just recently, and let me tell you what really blesses me, okay? I love it when I see some of these older men. I'm talking, there's this one guy, I took a picture with him um, here just a couple weeks ago. He's 72 years of age, and I mean, he is, he is working out every single week, multiple days a week. He is in very good shape. I mean, he's doing things in the gym. You know, when you know guys that are really working, like this last week, there was a guy in there and he was, he was, he let himself get very out of shape and overweight. And he was on the treadmill and he had the treadmill jacked up. And I mean, I'm running over here on this treadmill and I'm watching him. And I mean, he is he is putting out major effort. I'm talking major. He is red-faced. I mean, he is soaked in sweat, and he is grinding on this treadmill. And that guy was an inspiration to me because I see a lot of other guys in the gym, and what are they doing? They're sitting around on a piece of equipment on their cell phone, and they may push a weight or two or three, you know, once in a while. They're, they're, they're more, they're snapping pictures of themselves constantly, and they aren't even putting out. What are they, 20 years of age? And they're not even putting out. If you don't look good in your 20s, man, I don't know what to tell you. And I see these guys, man, I walked up after I got done with my run and man, I reached across the gave and him big old fist bump. And the reason I did was because I saw this guy putting out tremendous effort. And I see this with men. There was an older guy in here. Oh, it's about a week ago or so. And this dude I know is in his seventies. No question about it. Dude was incredible shape. And um, he kept coming by and talking to me as he'd go back to a different piece of equipment and I'm working out. And um, as he finished up, man, he came by and gave me a fist bump. He says, now I'm headed out to do my 10-mile run. Dude's calves were like the most defined, looked like a 20-year-old that had been running marathons. Man, this guy is well in his 70s. His thighs were stinking jacked. He was in incredible shape. What am I trying to say? That man right there who has taken care of his physical temple, I guarantee you is able to do more. He feels better. He has energy. His mind is clear. He's able to do more at his age than many people his age. Why? Because he invested and he trained himself in the physical aspect of his life. So we must do this, guys. This is important because we are connected physically, spiritually, and mentally. We are tied together. And when you don't feel good physically, it affects your spiritual life and it affects your mental faculties. That is a reality. You can have money, you can have youth, you can have so many things, but if you don't have your health, you realize how little you have. So guys, listen to me.
Don't, don't give me the whining. Well, you know, I'm, I'm such and such. Listen, when I broke 50 years of age, it's just a number, guys. It's all it is. I know you look at your average 50-year-old man, and you see the results of what happens to men as they live. Now, I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying they're no longer in sports anymore. They're, they're working a career job, and, or they've got their own business, or, 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 and they've got children they're raising, and they're maxed, and they're busy, and, and they set aside some of those things that were, for them, they were important, but maybe at their time they didn't think were essential. They set it aside, and then all of a sudden they invest all of this and everything else, which we are still to do, but they left that aside, and then they wake up one day, their kids are grown, they look in the mirror, and they're like, what happened to me? Well, you neglected your physical temple. You neglected it. You set it aside. You took it for granted. And so... I hear guys all the time say, well, I'm just, you know, quit making excuses. Stop with the excuses. Take control of your life. I'm telling you, when you have a good physical appearance and you have, you have worked at your body and you take care of your health, it speaks volumes of you as, as a man of character. You say, oh, it doesn't mean anything, John. Yes, it does. It means something. It says, whatever you do, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. See, our lives are pointing others to Jesus Christ. That's what we're doing. And people notice me physically before they know anything about me personally. And so, although there's certain things we can't do anything about, yeah, we do age. That's a reality. But you can age in a healthy way. And you can have more ability when you're older, if you'll just invest in your physical aspect of your life. Same with the things spiritually. You don't have to be an old man who's an infant spiritually, but many men are. You need to what? Discipline yourself to study the Word, to know Scripture, to be men who know the Word of God and blessed because you apply the truth of Scripture to your life. You don't have to be an out-of-shape old man you don't have to be an old infant in Christ. And mentally, here's the thing too. We need to constantly be learning. Guys, what new thing do you want to learn this year? Don't let your mind just idle. No, don't have an idle mind. It's a terrible thing. Train it, develop it, learn something, learn a new skill, learn a new hobby, study scripture, memorize scripture, um, read books, great books, read about great men, learn something new this year. And I don't care if you're 20 or if you're 80. I don't, don't give me the number deal. That's just an age. Not everybody gets to live to be 80. There's a lot of people who die in their 20s. So don't take your youth for granted and don't give me excuses just because you're an older man. God has invested years of what? Of experience and time and all of these attributes. He's developed you as a man. When you're older, you have more to offer in many ways than you did when you were in your youth. So take care of aspects of your life. Be a complete man. A God-fearing, loving man who lives God's way for God's glory in these days. So enough about that, guys. I want to encourage you to set goals, and I'm going to encourage you to write them down. 
write the steps, set the time, and work towards achieving those goals. Guys, God bless you. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what God will do, not only in my life, but hearing from you of what God is doing in your life this year. I'd love to hear some of the goals that you've set. It's important sometimes to share your goals with others. Not everybody needs to know your goal. Not everybody is in that circle of my life. But there are certain men that are in that circle of my life, my wife, others. I will share these things with those people that are in my sphere that are close to me. I'm not going to broadcast certain things to people who don't really care. No, share them with people who, who definitely are for you, for your benefit, hold you accountable, encourage you along the way. And man, God bless you guys as you live your life this year for king, for kingdom, and for his glory. And I can't wait to hear what God is doing in each and every one of your lives. Guys, if I could come and be an encouragement to any of your men at your church, I'd love to come and speak um, and encourage your men to help equip them, inspire them to live God's way for God's kingdom, uh, for God's glory. And uh, lots of really cool things coming up that we'll be sharing with you uh, through Gritty Company. And uh, so, man, we're really excited about some stuff. Got some really cool challenges that'll be coming up here real soon that will be great for all of you men that would like to take part in that as well. Um, you can contact me um, in the link below. You'll find a way to contact me. Send me an email. Uh, and I'd love to hear from you. Um, and you can contact me at grittycompany.com as well. Um, you can take some of our resources that we have there. More coming this year. That'll be there as well. God bless you guys. Until next time on the Gritty Men podcast, I want to encourage you guys to stay gritty. Have a great day. 